Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good and straight out the den.com. Uh, for our latest podcast today, man, we're actually outside the den. Uh, we, we picked a very uh, unique location, I guess you could say, for the podcast. If you're listening right now on SoundCloud, man, please, please, I can only stress it more and more. Go to uh, iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you rate it, comment it, uh, give it five stars. We would appreciate it. Uh, four stars if you don't like it. Um, no kidding, really, five stars. We, we need your support. And uh, honestly, we need everything we can to uh, make this podcast um, everything that we feel that it can be. And we need your help. Also, um, I don't know why, but I've failed to to um, let you guys know about this. But we do have T-shirts on sale. Um, they're on straightoutthedin.com. Just go to straightoutthedin.com, hit the shop uh, button, and it'll take you right there. You can get a Straight Out The Den tee. They're on sale right now for twenty four ninety nine. Um, not that, not that expensive, you know, it's a, a definitely a dope tee, dope design, uh, shout out to our homegirl, uh, Don Wilson on the design, um, black tee, man, check it out, pick it up, you know, really support, we would appreciate it, um, make sure you follow us on all social networks, everything is, uh, straight out the den, S-T-R, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N, but, um, without further ado, um, check out our podcast with the homie Chirp. This is like, A. Put, put the bug in their head, the idea, like, yo, have you been thinking of revamping that? Like, I'm all smart, I don't give a damn, like, I'll yeah. come here, give me some pain, I'll trick that shit out, like. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. Because That's I just smart. want to inspire people, I want to plant my art everywhere, like. And, you know, that's what I was going to talk to you about, too, because, you know, I was doing my research on you, and I saw, like, okay. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah, yes, we're going, perfect. yeah, we're recording. Okay. Like, I, I just kind of go. Cool conversation. Yeah, I kind of go right into it, like, I keep the conversation as cool as okay. possible, but. And I was reading, like, okay, you do the art. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, for, well, I started at the beginning. I first found out about you. I was at uh, a Scotty show at Drunken Unicorn. Yes. <laughs> That's the show I saw. And you were one of the opening Legit, acts. Earth yeah, Jed, Earth Gang, all of them. Uh, and honestly, I found out about all of y'all that same night. Farther out on them, yeah. That same night. And I was like, because I was following Scotty. And, um, you know, I had been looking at his movement and seeing everything he's doing. So I was just going out to support him for the uh-huh. show. And I get out there and I was like, yo, who are these? So I was like, I, I made, <laughs> it was like a, a plot. I was like, okay, you know something? I'm talking to all of them. So I, I talked to Jid. Um, I've still been trying to lock down Earth Game. And, um, Have you seen a new video Jid put out? Yeah, yeah. It's um, pretty dope, yeah, man. Yeah, they premiered yeah. on uh, Mass Appeal a couple yeah. of days ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I checked it out. I put it up on the site. And uh, so Chirp was up next. And I tell the people, for, for those who haven't seen you perform, <laughs> the one thing that caught my attention, and since then I was like, yeah, I got to talk to her. Wait, okay, wait. You already know what I'm about to say. What? Yeah. At oh. the performance. I got. I think I got I got some, like, camera phone footage. Okay. Oh, and swag. It, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, it, it wasn't the best footage. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really, you know, I didn't put it up. But it was, um... You came out and performed in a box. Yes. And I was like, yo, like, hold up. <laughs> it caught me off guard in a good way because I was like, okay, she's putting on a show. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like on some, you're not trying to, you just stood out naturally. And it didn't feel forced any day. It was just like the whole time that you were doing it, everybody trying to figure out like, okay, so what's going on right now? Like everybody looking around like, yo, it's really you know somebody setting up in a box and so like i can't even remember the record but i remember like you punched the holes out of the box and then you kind of you know slowly came out the box yes and i think like what i caught from it, the whole thing was like you got to kind of think outside the box with music and it was like 
after I saw that, and then you went into like I think you went into like something a little more um, like rockish. Yeah, you know corn. I mean? Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. I'm <laughs> yeah, not. I'm not too. You know, good with the rock um, feel like that. But mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, okay, now I get it because you're trying to tell people with the opening thing was like, look, my show is a little bit different from what y'all used to. So I need y'all to think outside the box. Yes. And then that happened, and it was like, okay, she got my attention. And <laughs> I think you did a record called The Dope. I, I think. Yes. I think you did The Dope. Yes. And um. Yeah, I've been I've been like hooked ever since. Like for real, for real. I was like, yeah, Thank she. You. No, man, because I, I like to see stuff like that. So, you know, to give you a little background with the podcast, it's really a cool combo. Like we just sit mm-hmm. back and talk talk about music, life, art, anything you can think of. You know, it's more so getting people an opportunity to get to know you, okay. kind of like outside of music. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's you know it's real chill. Make sure that we we good. Yeah. So start from the beginning i saw that you you're originally from detroit area right yes right. southfield oak park oh. it's all near detroit like everything is right there at oh, each other I, I got you man my um my wife she actually used to live in canton and so okay. like i used to go up there and it was yeah i mean everything like 20 to 30 minutes away from i get it mm-hmm. i know exactly what you're talking about when you say southfield i actually got one uh girl who who helped me with a lot of the stuff on my site she lives in southfield right now okay so. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, all right, so how did you get from Southfield, Detroit area to Atlanta? <laughs> okay, so seventh grade, no, sixth grade, my mama and my dad, like, have been talking, like, yo, my mom really wanted to come to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, they had been talking, yo, we gonna move down to Atlanta, came down here my seventh grade year, and that's when the crunk era was so, I'm talking <laughs> about Atlanta was a whole different scene. I'm 12 mm-hmm. years old, partying mm-hmm. every weekend because I've been in the, around music for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in the scene, you feel me? Like, partying with, this was one little scrappy used to perform at the Atrium and Aquarium oh, wow. in Stone Mountain on Memorial Drive every yep. weekend. With the pool, to, with the pool with in the, the back. Two thousand. This was two thousand two. Two thousand two. Yeah. I was twelve. Yes. And one of my friends I went to middle school with. Her dad was a. He had this company called Royal Flush. This was in Gwinnett. Mm-hmm. He used to throw teen parties all the time. Her stepdad used to throw teen parties all the time. So we would be there. Like this was the the scene. The little John. You feel yeah. me? Like the yeah. crunk. The crunk era. And it was just crazy. So then um, after that, I moved to Alabama. I stayed in Georgia for a year. Moved to Alabama back to Michigan and then came back down here my senior year of high school so I graduated from here and then went to school to college Clark Atlanta Clark, yeah, I saw Clark that. Atlanta uh, in 2008 so I've been out here ever since That's congratulations on graduation thank you way. yo it's, yeah. been, it's definitely been a journey man yeah I saw that I was, it's you know, definitely been a journey I, I feel you I graduated um, it's crazy because you said that you were in middle school when you got down here, like in yes. 02. It made me feel kind of old. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, I'm only, I'm about to be 30, so I'm not like old, old. But young, when you said 02, I was yeah. like, dang, that was my freshman year of college because I remember that era. Like we were, yes, we were like Atrium Envy, like Envy is. Um, what I was is it 12. Now? These people used to look out though. They was 18 and up. Used to look yeah. out. Yeah. Like Stay Fresh used to host the aquarium every weekend. This dude named Stay Fresh. Like, those days were so crazy. And then when I moved back to Atlanta, it was the, it was more on the crazy side. Like, on the east side. All my homes was on the east side. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Gwinnett, but on the weekends, I was rarely home. I was always on the east side. Gotcha. And, like, my ex stayed on the east side, all that shit. So, we was all, always over there. And, like, that was the black mob and the fam days. Mm-hmm. Like, craziness. Like, it was just so crazy. I like, remember it. 
Just all, yeah. Atlanta was, it was, I mean, not that Atlanta's not fun now, but. It's just been so much, it got so much history, man. man. It's so much, it's so <laughs> much history. And that's like kind of, that time is when music kind of shifts, when everybody was like, yo, I like what Atlanta doing, let yeah. me do that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like people in New York started making, you know, music with a little more bounce to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was just like. <laughs> Atlanta had everything. Like you said, it was Lil John, like uh, Lil Scrappy. You had Trillville, all of oh that. Oh my God. Everything was jumping. Bug? Like, Shout out to my homie Jay. That's the homie. Lil, Lil Jay, that's Lil the Jay. homie. To they, this they day. They the sound, man. They yeah. the true sound. Now, yeah. Man. That's the homie, man. That's crazy. So I got to ask you because it, it's something that's, it should be obvious to anybody, but it, it stands out. Yes. What's up with the three eyes? Okay, three is my favorite number. I just put things together that I see visually appealing mm -hmm. to the viewer's eye. It'll, things that will draw someone in. That's that art um, that's, that's an art background. <laughs> and, and think it from a design standpoint. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, think of just the word chirp with just one eye. Okay, you got chirp. You see that on the flyer. Okay, chirp. But you see chirp with three eyes. It's like... What what does this extension what mean? Exactly? It, it, it poses like, questions, this? right? It poses questions to the viewer. Chirp, how do you chirp? How do you, like, yeah. what is that? Um, but yeah, uh, my favorite number is three, um, and I just thought that it was visually appealing just to put that three in, and it balances the R to P and the C H over mm -hmm. here. It balances everything out. Um, so yeah, and it, I just like the way it looks. I got you. I mean, you know, I I, I get it. I get it. You <laughs> know what I mean? And you know, I always want to ask those questions because you can see. That it wasn't, you know, it was on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely on purpose. And it's like, you know, why is that? And, and everything that you just described is the same thoughts that I had. Like, okay, what's up with, you know, and why is that? Does it mean something? Like, is it is it really like three eyes? And then I saw, like, you put up some artwork a couple of days ago that had, like, the three eyes. Oh, just the black background? Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's my logo. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, I'm glad that we actually got a chance to get that story out. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, how did it... How did we get to, um, and you know, I, I have to say this too. This is like a pause break inside of the podcast, but like, we're not inside the den right now. Mm -hmm. We are inside the whip. Right. We are, we're inside the whip. We're just letting you know, we go <laughs> Straight anywhere. Straight out the whip. Yeah, we go anywhere for interviews. We don't yeah. care. Like, I'm all about like, you know what? If we got to travel to get the interview, we're going to travel and get the interview. So all, <laughs> as long as we make it happen, we want to make it happen. You know what right. I mean? So we're not in the den we actually in the whip, and we still gonna have a cool combo. Um, but I was gonna say, like, how did the music part? I know you said that you kind of grew up around it, uh, and and I read somewhere. I don't know if it was it was somewhere that you wrote um, that your grandmother, somebody used to play like Luther Vandross for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Used to play Luther for you like every Friday or whatnot. And yes. You kinda, yeah. So, what what did that? Did that have anything to do with the, the music, you know, the, the growth in the music or the, the birth of music, I guess you could say for you? Yo, like, my mama, she loves hip-hop. Like, mm -hmm. she's my granny's youngest child. So, she grew up, you know, around the time with, well, her high school days and, like, early 20s and, and shit. It was, like, the hip-hop, you know, the 80s type shit. Gotcha. So, can I cuss? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so um, she loved hip-hop. And... As far back as I can remember, like me being young, I'm talking about little. She would mm -hmm. always play like Diggable Planets, the the oh, the hype hip hop back then. Yeah, so I it. got yeah, so I got the Biggie, the Pie, I got all that like the down south bass. I was in Michigan, but the my boo, the the Ghost Town DJs, all mm -hmm. that was traveling up all the way up there. You feel me? So, and she would play that type of music, 
And then, like, my granny, she she always, like, would play, like, MTV or VH1. She always have on, on different stations on the TV. Okay, okay. And then I picked that up, so I'm constantly always watching, like, TRL, uh, Diary, when, when when TV was awesome back then. Yeah, so, back when they really played videos. Videos. They were really about and, the artists and not. And they got into the artist's life, like, <laughs> Diary and Fanatic. And, I used to love that show. You think you know. Pop-up video. You think you know. <laughs> But you have no, no idea. idea. Oh, man, you love that. <laughs> oh, man. You took me back. <laughs> yes. Yes. And pop a video on VH1, mm-hmm. Cedar's World, and all that. Move, five, move. Milk it, milk it, milk it. Uh, you remember that on, Hits what? on the Street? Hits on the Street. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot about Hits. He, he started doing something else, too. I can't remember. Um, um, was man, it Punk? Was he in Punk? Milk it, milk it. Remember, he used to do that. He used to be like, Oh man, I remember on, that. Yes, that Cedar Cedar Free and AJ right. oh, when they man. were hosting 106. Yes, like those were the days. And really, growing up in the 90s, I thank God I grew yeah. up in the 90s, dog, because that era and then traveling over to the 2000s with the Limp Biscuit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Going more into like the rock, the Limp Biscuit, and and and, and the corn. And then you got like on on the rap, you got Nelly with Air Force Ones, like that around that time. You oh, feel yeah. me? Fifty Cent, Eminem, like this was when music was. It was, you can it came from the heart more. I mean, not saying that the music now is not coming from the heart. It's but not. You felt it. I feel like music is not coming from the heart. A lot of people is not putting. They're they trying, trying to get a check. They trying to get a check. check. And when you chase money, Bob Marley said the best. When you chase money, numbers never end. So when you chase the numbers, you will never be happy. Yeah, you, you won't be happy. I mean, it's just like the thing is, and. And honestly, you can see it visually in the music, right? Like, when mm-hmm. people chase after money, it's like, in your eyes, like, okay, you're a millionaire. What else do you need? Next thing you know, like, oh, I need more money. And it's like, okay. What are you buying? Yeah, what are you going to buy? Like, <laughs> like, what are you going to buy? Like, you got, you got the house. You got, it's one you. It's one you, nigga. <laughs> one you. <laughs> Why do you need 20 cars? And then, you know, okay, this is the thing. People say, it's like, oh, you don't understand because you ain't got it. And it's like. No, I understand no, I clearly. Understand. I really don't need twenty cars. Like, <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah, you know. I don't even care about a car like that. You see my I, like I want I don't, a regular uh, car like my Chevy Malibu. You know what I'm saying? Like I want a regular car. And then another car that I've always loved, even though I'm not into cars like that, I've always loved a nineteen seventy seven Chevelle SS. You got nice taste. You feel me? So just you that having nice that taste. and then I can just like whip that sometimes. Mm-hmm. That two cars, that's it. That's all you really that's need. That's all you really need. You got need. your play car and you got your everyday car. And a nice house. You don't need no big grandiose <laughs> I, for weight. I, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, I I don't know. I don't understand. And, and I hope and pray that I don't turn into that person that has to have all those things. Like me personally, I just want to travel the world. You feel me? And eat fine dishes with my missus. That's it. Like, that's all <laughs> I want to do. Like, travel the world. And we can eat food. We like to eat. We like to cook. Like, let's travel the world, baby. Let, let's eat. Yeah. And have a good time. Like, I don't need all of that stuff. Like, you know, the thing is about the cars, right, that kills me. It's like you put all this money into a vehicle. Soon you drive it off the lot, it already decreases in value. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have... It's, it's never going to be worth what you pay for it. <laughs> nope. And then you drive it for show. And then when you park, nobody knows what you're driving. Don't nobody know what you're driving. You can walk in the mall all day long. Don't nobody know what you're driving. You right. can walk in the store, in the grocery store. Don't nobody know what you're driving. Unless you're pulling some, like, you know, you got your keys hanging out. Like, nobody, you know. And then nobody's really looking to see what kind of keychain you got. Right. Like, I don't care about it. You know, I've always hated when people, like, pull up in their car extra just 
Oh, like burnt over, out, like, like yeah, you yeah. just over the top, like you just over the, you burnt the fuck out. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like people pull oh, up just man. and they be sitting there like stunned, like bro, it ain't that deep, dog. It's really not. Like, <laughs> hop out the car real quick. And right. Guess what? You doing the same thing I'm doing? We walking on two feet. Like, it's not. It's crazy. It's crazy, and it's one of those things where it's it's hard to have that conversation with people because mm-hmm. people think that you're hating, and it's like, no, I'm really not hating. I'm just. I have my priorities in order. I don't need all that. I really don't. I don't need all that. And so, I thank God that we've been through things where we know how to have our priorities in mm-hmm. order and what matters the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. Some people who get it too early don't know how to... Appreciate it. And they, they overindulge in it. And then next thing you know, you know, five years go by and they back working at the grocery store. Ooh. And I ain't knocking the grocery store. I, people got to eat. People got to. People have to work. Those jobs are in place for people. But it's like I don't understand how people are on top, and then they don't know how to manage being on top, and then they at the bottom oh. again. It's like I work too hard Started to get from, from here. From the bottom, now I'm back. Yeah. Like <laughs> I work too hard. I work too hard to get from here. Why do I want to go back to that? It's, it's like nah, I don't. I don't get that. So you know. And, and as you can tell, we go all over the place on the podcast. Like, yeah. We just talk real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I do want to get back into just who you are as as a person. I know you do art, you do music, and you know I want to give get a chance to kind of go into the art world a little bit. I mean, I, I'll let you know. Whenever I get an interview, I try to do as much research as I can yeah. prior. And you know, so I was looking on Instagram and I see all the the different art that you do and you know making you got plenty of them on. You making the, the bracelets. Yeah. You, you know. Um, you do what is it? Is it the henna? Is that the henna? henna? The henna yeah, tattoos, yeah. 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 So all of that, like, where did that come from for 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 you? You know what I mean? That's something that you always had an interest in, or uh, well, in life, things always come to you randomly mm. at random times. Um, I've always, well, as far as henna, I've always loved tattoos, the, mm-hmm. the art of tattoos, the idea of you know tattoos. Um, and early, like, I got my first tattoo when I was eighteen after my 18th birthday and when I really found the art of henna like I had heard about it before but when I really started researching it was like in 2009 or 2010 and uh it was this conference that came to Atlanta and this lady was doing them so I booked an appointment with her went there she did it and I'm like yo I can draw this easy like yeah and I just over the since 2010 I've been like really teaching myself how to really the the patterns and come up with my own patterns so I mean it's definitely been something I practice on it took time um but it's pretty cool yo like henna is pretty cool so this is a random question because I have no idea about that world right yeah so what are you what are you drawing like what are you using to draw first off yes it's a paste it's from the henna plant okay the henna plant is stains like it'll it'll stain your clothes, but you can mm-hmm. wash it out. It'll stain your skin. So that's what it does. It stains the skin. So basically, it doesn't hurt. It's just paste, and you just squeeze it out the little tube. Mm-hmm. And as you squeeze, you just draw on a pattern. And it sits. You let it dry on your skin for like I get. I, I usually let it dry for like a, a, a hour, mm-hmm. and then it hardens. You can just rub it off. And over the course of like 24 hours to 48 hours, it begins to st- stain the skin. So say if you get it in the evening, you go to sleep, you wake up. Your skin has a pattern on okay. it. Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, it's usually in, like, the the Indian tradition mm-hmm. yeah, or, like, yeah. Moroccan tradition. Like, when in the marriages or whatever, in the weddings, uh, women get it, like, all of their arm and their hands and stuff. 
How long does it usually stay? Like a week and a half to two weeks. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a, a temporary tattoo in the yeah. chest, but not. Okay. Yeah, like you can put it anywhere. Like I've done a tattoo like right here. Mm-hmm. I've had like one right here, one right here, and it just wears off. You can put it anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Perfect. You're trying to see. <laughs> I mean, man, I, I, I always like not, not, it's, it's henna, right? Mm-hmm. Not henna, henna. Yeah. I've always had like. I love art myself, you know what I mean? I, I've never really been into drawing or anything like that. I kind of feel like I, I'm going to eventually do it mm-hmm. one day, but I've always had, like, an infatuation for art, and I love tattoos, even though I don't have a tattoo. And it's like, I've always wanted a sleeve. Yeah. Just never, you know, and and, and I, I struggle with that, like, man, I'm, I'm about to be 30. Am I too old to, like, start a sleeve? No. And I'm like, but I like it, so I don't know. And, and my only thing has been, like, I don't know what I would get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, I, I felt as long as I don't know what I'm going to get, I shouldn't get one just yet. Right. You know what I mean? You should wait until yeah. it. Because it'll, it'll come into your, if it's me, it'll come into your universe one day. You're going to think of an idea. Yeah. And you're going to be like, yo, I want this. And then you just go with it. You know, because I, I feel like if you're going to get something, you got to live with it. It got to be something that I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or something that reminds <laughs> me of a moment. You know right. what I mean? So, I, you know, that's the only thing I thought about. I love, like, I love seeing the sleeves. And, and we, we sitting here in Little Five, and, like, this is the perfect place for it because yeah. you always see the creativity. And I just love, man, I'm, <laughs> I already have it dedicated. It's going on this arm yes. here if I ever do it, you know what I mean? But um, I, I I just always love, and, like, for me, I like color. So I don't yes. want a sleeve with, like, you know how you see. Black and gray. I don't like I don't like that's how we do tattoos. I don't like that. I don't like how we do tattoos with just the, the, the black and I don't know. I love like, colors. I'm like, we're gonna do it. Let's add some color. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Make it a visual piece of art. Like somebody can um uh, photograph that and put it somewhere mm-hmm. and really like it, you know what I mean? So but I haven't did anything yet, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I keep you yes. Um I'm trying to think where else can we go? Um Oh, you were saying, like, uh, with the art, the henna, the jewelry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, with you looking at the jewelry, like, those, you you paint as well, right? So, you, yeah. you selling, you sell your art? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people, like, I, I've always put my art out. Mm-hmm. So, you always got to, like, put yourself out, of course, and the universe will bring it back. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I get people. I get uh, people who want, like, prints or, like, prints of drawings or uh, paintings, custom work, um, the bracelets, the chirp mm-hmm. bands. Um, I think I'm going to need a chirp band eventually. <laughs> yes. Henna tattoos. Like, people come to me for all different types of things. And I'm like, yo, I'm an artist. I can make whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's all just craft. You're just yeah. crafting stuff. Like, and, and putting your ideas to work. Like, like this it's is pretty what, cool, man. Yeah, it is, it is cool. And just like we were saying earlier, I don't know if I caught it on the recording or not, but... Uh, you were speaking about you would go to these different businesses and tell them like, "Hey, like, yeah. you want to revamp this? Like, yeah, I can do it for you." I think that's genius, man. Like, because a lot of times we're so quiet. Like, we have all these talents and mm-hmm. we just don't put them to good use. You know what I mean? Like, what what's gonna hurt to go and knock on the door and be like, "Yo," all they can tell you is no. The worst they can tell you is no. That's oh no, okay. we good. Okay. Or you probably more than likely, I say probably fifty to sixty percent of the time you're gonna get the person saying like. Dang, I ain't think about that. Because right. they kind of just so... And then know, I have my work something. with me, so they be like, I be like, yo, I got my stuff with me. Like, I can show you my my style. Can we see some art? Yeah. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. We, I want to see some art. You know what I mean? Cause I, but oh, I, I just yeah. love that. I, I definitely love it. If it's, you know, 
like I said, we we are truly in the car right now doing the interview. So doing she's the pulling interview, out art, pulling out art, you know, like oh. <laughs> we have a um, we have a segment that I I normally do when uh, we're in the den, and it's called a um, vinyl conversations. Vinyl conversations. Vinyl conversations. So what I what I do is I pull out, you know, I have all these vinyls, mm -hmm. of course, and like you know we pull out the different um, pieces of vinyl, and from that, all right, cool, cool. From that, you know, we, uh, you actually, you pick out the vinyl. Mm -hmm. And when you pick out the vinyl, you just give me whatever comes to mind and, and, and a story from that vinyl. Okay. Um, and from there, you know, we just have a good time with it. And then after that, I actually put the vinyl on and then you freestyle. Okay. So we won't get a chance to do that. <laughs> okay. But I do have my laptop, so we still, we're going to figure something out. Okay, you know yeah, we're going to do something. We're going to figure something out. All right, so like right now... We're not, we're doing something. We're gonna we're gonna call this um, art speak. Art speak right here. <laughs> Chirp just said that just then. So, um, I guess you can do this for me, and then I want to get your your um your take on the artwork. You okay. know what I mean? So the first picture that we're looking at here is um, it appears to be. You know something? I'm going to say that's you, Chirp. Yes. I see the dress and I see the glasses. They look very familiar. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is Chirp. And she has a bag of Skittles over her mouth. And I'm going to see this. It says, rest in, is that rest in peace? Yeah. Uh, Trayvon. Yes. Okay. And after I see that, I see the hoodie. So, okay, I get the piece. I look at the piece. This is a piece that um, was dedicated to Trayvon. Mm -hmm. Over her eyes, she has no justice, no peace. And it's like, it's showing her interpretation of how Trayvon is basically you are Trayvon and um yeah that's what I got right yeah. here yeah I did I do okay yes okay I did okay Perfect. great 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 <laughs> all right cool next piece is um okay I see you again Chirp Chirp is in here so I think she likes doing self-portraits but this here looks like a yearbook is what I'm saying this is a yearbook different people in a yearbook uh now what what sticks out to me the most besides me seeing Chirp here is that some people are in black and white and the others are in color. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say these people in color were friends of yours. I don't know. So you can go ahead. And, I might be way off, but you can tell me your interpretation of this one here. Okay. So this, they are, I didn't know any of these people. Okay. Um, Basically, this ties into that. All these pieces are going to a... Uh, a show. Okay. So okay. they're all together, tied together. Um, they have a theme. All these pictures where I don't know if you ever seen a picture of like a few students um, from a yearbook. If you type in like Columbine High School. Mm -hmm. So this is a picture that came up, and I just repainted all these like different the, the kids who like died in the Columbine High School oh, shooting. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and like all these I put my face in. So that's why I'm. What's the um? What's the deal with the? With the glasses, I notice one eye is showing and one eye is not. Sometimes I just do things that don't match or okay. asymmetrical balance and things, things that may not, you know, be proportioned correctly or mm -hmm. just just looks odd. I don't like perfect, perfect quote unquote gotcha. art. You know, thing with things are like just perfect, perfect. No, I like really messy, really fussy. Like, really, it really shows the aggression in the way I'm painting. Like, Dope, dope. Emotion. And I see the the um the three eyes. Yeah. Picture, yeah. That. Cool, cool. All right, we're gonna go to the next piece here. Um, it's Chirp holding a picture of, of a young boy. I have no clue who this young boy is. Um. So besides that, I really 
I don't know. You right. gotta explain this because mm -hmm. I have no clue who this, this is. This is one of the stories that a lot of people aren't hip to. Okay, so basically, all four of these mm -hmm. go in a piece called "Guns Hurt." It, I, it's okay. a uh, it's an art performance piece that I did for my senior art show, and um, all of them deal with like gun violence towards youth. Okay. So this was Columbine. This was Trayvon. This is a little boy. Um, his name was Brandon. He was four years old. You know mm -hmm. how little kids would be over their neighbor's house and be another little kid. Mm -hmm. The little kid get a hold of a loose gun in the house. And so, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very very familiar with not this person, but a situation. A situation, like, yeah. That happened very, to my little cousin. Yeah, I but have, she she just paralyzed. Like, yeah, my cousin. He 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 didn't. You know, get hurt or anything like mm -hmm. that, but it was it was a situation where both of my cousins was in the room and the pistol fell and my cousin got shot. Mm -hmm. And you know, thankfully nothing happened to him. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's so real. Serious. Right yeah, it's, it's so serious. serious. Okay, and, I, and that's actually, the piece I, that tie everything in together. I love this here. Like this is <laughs> this is like to me. It seems like one of the more detailed pieces of mm -hmm. like just facial. Because um, the other ones are kind of like you know it's you. But this one here is like more of a self-portrait of you, and it's like what um, bloody hands in a sense. Mm -hmm. is it bloody hands? No, it says more guns, more murder. Basically, mm -hmm. self-explanatory. Like you know, the more guns on the street, the more people going to get murdered. And I mean, it's happening everywhere. I know the media try to make it seem like Chicago is big on it, but it, it's everywhere. It's know? everywhere. Yeah. Are, are these, uh, I know these are prints, but it, you do oil on canvas? I work with acrylic. I've never worked with oil. I okay. love acrylics. I like the way that, the, how the you can use the dry brush technique with them. Just different things, like mm -hmm. art speak. But um, just different things you can do with acrylic. Because with oil, you can go back and rework the painting like days later because it's still wet. Gotcha. Acrylic dries faster. So it's kind of like whatever yeah. you were thinking, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Gotcha. Or you can just put another dash of paint over it or something like a different color. It. Like you can always rework it, but it just dries faster. So you got to put more paint, thicker. Like gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I'm gonna think on this one for a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna tell you the first thing coming to mind when I see it. Um, Adam's family. Hmm. I, I see Adam's family, but in, in the same sense of me saying Adam's family, spooky. It's spooky. Yes. But then I think West Coast, and the reason why I think West Coast got to see like the teardrops, and the teardrops make me think about like gangs. Okay. You know, um, that's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but yeah, that's what I get from that. You got to explain that, and the, and the eyes are darked out. You know, so it's kind of like soulless in a sense. You know yeah. I mean? Oh my god. Yeah, um, so that is called Voodoo Mama. Mm -hmm. And I think I was watching like American Horror Story Coven. Uh, I mean, Coven? Hold on. Yeah, um, I was watching American Horror Story Coven. And I got the idea from that because it was like dealing with witches and all that. And like they were in New Orleans. So, mm -hmm. um, and I was really like reading up on like Marie Laveau and, and that whole thing. So I got this whole concept from it and just really like doing like a, and I named it Voodoo Mama. That's what it gave me. Like, yeah. really with the candles and the blacked out eyes. Oh, like, I didn't really... notice the candles. I was thinking, I don't know, for some reason I was thinking earrings. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I do see the candles yeah. now. I see the candles now. Uh, this piece here, um, 
Maybe because I'm kind of in like X Men mode, but <laughs> everybody you know, says that. Yeah, yeah. Mystique. Mystique. Yeah, yeah. I was I was missing the name Mystique. Um, even though I don't think that's what it is, it's just yeah. I see the blue skin, and that's you know it automatically takes me here. Mm -hmm. But it, it, um, I don't know. The butterflies are there. I can kind of see them, but you know that's the the initial thing that I I, I kind of see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can give us the. I love butterflies, um, really? first of all, so I, yeah, I always see butterflies everywhere I go, I just always see butterflies, it's crazy, but yeah, I just threw those in there, because I love butterflies, mm -hmm. and I wanted to do something that was a bit abstract, so I wanted to make her detail, but make her hood and her, you know, her, her, her hooded, like, cape, abstract, nothing yeah. inside of it, but you can tell it's there, Yeah. Um. but yeah, it's not Mystique, it's a picture of Angelina Jolie, oh, okay, but I made her, like, a bit more ghoulish and scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just came up with that. I was listening to House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll put on an album, what like any type of music, I put an album and I'll just draw from that, like what I'm getting from that gotcha. vibe. Gotcha. Alright, this one here looks like uh, the Scarecrow. <laughs> I see a snake over the Scarecrow. Um, and I see. Uh, I see hearts. Yes. I see... What else do I see? I don't... It's like a witch or a scarecrow. I don't... <laughs> yes. I see... I mean, I see what I see, but I don't... You know, it's kind of like one of those pieces that... Oh, that next piece I just looked at is crazy, bro. <laughs> um, I kind of looked ahead. Sorry, people. I yeah. looked ahead. Okay, so yeah, explain this one. Explain this Okay, one. so again, I was watching American Horror Story covering. I drew that one and this one mm -hmm. around the same time around Christmas. I was visiting my granny and my mom. Um, so I was back up in Michigan. And I was watching American Horror Story Coven. And so, again, New Orleans, the whole voodoo thing. Yeah. And I didn't finish another piece I'm doing, uh, the the Adam, this is like an Adam and Eve series, okay. but okay. voodoo. Gotcha. So she has a snake on her, you know, like Eve is was tempting, so like mm -hmm. that's where the hearts come into play, and like yeah. But it gives it also like an African theme, like if you yeah. look at like the, it's really it's African, you know, like just the, the different ways I put like the dots and the lines and looks kind of like makeup, you know? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does look like makeup, almost tribal makeup. Too, yes. In a sense. Yeah. Okay, I got you, Chuck. <laughs> All right, let's see here. This is the crazy piece again. That um, and I say crazy meaning good. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's a lot of stuff going on in this picture. I just want to kind of describe it for y'all. Like, it's obviously a face of a woman. I would say, um, um, with one ear that I don't know what <laughs> it's a purple or I don't know this color. Um, yeah, magenta or something like that. There you go, what she yeah. said here. Um, there's so much detail in the face, but at the same time, it's like you can't clearly make out the face because there's so much stuff going on. The word modify is on her forehead, but you see the different piercings, and um, it's almost like a woman of mystery in a sense. Um, like you can't really tell where she's going and what's going on her her eyes kind of show like a like in a trance like a puzzle type um <laughs> yeah. type view yeah and i see i see a little bit of like i don't know the greenery here like it's like forest or something mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, so give me the story trip. What's your story? Okay, this has a lot of uh, story to it. I try to make it short. Basically, I saw a picture of a lady. I'm into body modifications, so piercings, mm -hmm. tattoos, uh, things like that. Um, so it was a picture of a lady. She had a whole bunch of piercings and tattoos on her face, and she had monster tattooed across her head like that. Oh, but wow. I just changed it to modify, really to speak to the whole body modification world. Um... And then, like I did, her I always do like crazy eyes. Sometimes the match, the eyes don't match each other. Hence, mm -hmm. like this one, you got a little thing. Yeah. Eyes don't match each other, but they match. You know, I don't know if you get it. No, I see. Um, I mean, they're, the eyes clearly match, but one is white and one right, and the other one is black with both pretty much the same type of design, like the, the twilight mm -hmm. circles. Yeah. Right, and um, I just do. I love doing patterns. Like it's a lot of patterns in a lot of my work. Mm -hmm. Um. So I did these. I just sat there. I just draw patterns. I went to this this um this class at Sandflex one morning for Zentangle. It, they taught me how to do Zentangle. Basically, that's a whole bunch of patterns just together. So this is like a Zentangle, like and in the in Zentangle, you're never wrong. You never make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So if you make a line that's not straight, it's not a mistake. You just keep going. Okay. Um. So that's the way like the repetitive patterns and stuff. So I did with that, and I love color. I love color. Yeah. So um, the green and the red is like complementary colors on the color wheel, going to the color mm -hmm. wheel. So they're across from each other. So they create a contrast, you know, green and red. And then like, um, what else? What else do we have anymore? Just a whole bunch of colors. Yellow and purple. Yellow and orange. I mean, orange and purple. Like, just different things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. There's cool. a whole bunch of stuff going cool. on. That, and that was Art Speaks, the first <laughs> on a Straight Out of the End podcast. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, you know, it, it kind of led me a little into your world of just, you know, what your thought process. Because I can see the art ties into the music. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it's kind of like one of those things, like, no one can put you in a, in a category when it comes to music. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you definitely have your own style, but on top of that, you're open to what you want to talk about. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's important as far as just, just subject matter and content and and just being open as an artist mm -hmm. um what what's what's up next for you you know what i mean like music while what was the last record that you put out i think was the uh the dope the dope was the the main i seen you was on like a feature on, on a couple of records but the dope was like yeah the SD last thing. record yeah the last thing that i put out was a dope um this semester, I was really working on trying to get out of school. Yeah. Like, about to, I'm like, dog, I'm about to graduate. I got one semester. I'm about to just knock these classes out. Like, so that's what I was really focused on. I didn't have time for anything else. Like, mm -hmm. being an art major, it just requires so much time um, into your art. So I was like, yo, I'm just going to focus on this. Got out of school. And I've always loved bands. The idea of bands. I've always followed bands ever since I was little. Mm -hmm. And in music i feel like i just don't fit into one category one genre like i love music i love all different kinds like it's just crazy i love all different kinds and i'm a chameleon of life so i'm ever changing gotcha. you never know with me like people always say that i never know what you chirp like you <laughs> never know with me i'm always changing and things with my voice i'm just always growing and progressing so i'm trying to get a band well i am getting a band together yeah. um so I, i'm getting people people are formulating now so i'm pretty excited about that um mm -hmm. i just got a drum set so i play little crazy little patterns on that and on my keyboard um so yeah it's gonna be pretty cool man just really seeing what life got to offer yeah That's and pushing my art like you just gotta do your business day by day you can't i've tried to plan for certain things like i have a plan in my head where i'm going like mm -hmm. but as far as 
detail planning, sometimes a, a thing a hat could get thrown and you gotta deal with ambiguity in life. Like yeah. you know, so plans may get unplanned and come undone. So I just go with the flow every day, really. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it one percent. You know what I mean? Just having there's always for me there's an ultimate goal, but sometimes like you say, you just gotta roll with the punches. Like mm -hmm. you can have you can have your plan maxed out, written <laughs> down, and you know, there comes that curveball that right. life gives you and it's like, okay, what do you do now? Because right. If you had everything, you know, it's like this tree right here in front of us, that's my goal, right? If that tree is my goal, what happens when I fall asleep and I wake up and the tree is not there? <laughs> what do I have to do then? Right. You know, the tree was my goal, but it's no longer there. It's no longer present. So what am I doing now? Am I stuck here for the rest of my life waiting on the tree to grow back up so it can become my goal again? Or uh -uh. am I moving around and finding another tree? Right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I get it. Real talk. I definitely get it. I definitely get it. Real talk. You know, I'm trying to see how long we've been. We've been talking. We've been talking. We've been talking. We've been talking for about about forty minutes now, right? About forty <laughs> yeah. minutes. So I don't want to keep you too long under the okay. conditions. I know we in the car. It's you know it's hot mm -hmm. out here, but it feels <laughs> it's a nice little gentle breeze. Yeah. But you know I don't want to keep you out here too long. So I will say this: I don't have my records. Oh. But. And then you know what? Criminal and Wax is like right across the street. I'm mm -hmm. so tempted to just go over there and pick <laughs> out something. Because I do want to, you know, I, that's the only thing about me and, and, and records. If I go into those shops, I tend to stay for stay a long time. Stay for a long time. So I have, to, I have to balance my time. Because I'll be in there and, like, I would literally be in there for, like, two and three hours. Like, <laughs> I, I've been in criminal before and forgot that I only put, like, an hour on my ticket. Mm -hmm. And came out to a ticket. You know what I'm saying? So... It's happened. <laughs> it, it's definitely happened because I was like, oh, yeah, but I was in here shopping for records. And it's like, yeah, man, the city of Atlanta said you don't pay your ticket. Boom. Right. So, you know, that's happened. So what I want to do instead, we're going to, I have a few things on, on, on my iTunes here. But I want to, okay. <laughs> I want to go through, and I don't want to. I could easily pull on up one of my instrumentals. I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to be that self-promoting guy. Sound up. You should do like you have five. You have instrumentals that go back to back, like the Five Fingers of Death thing. We can do that. We can definitely do that. Um, shout out to Sway. Sway, I'm not buying you, Sway. She requested it. Oh my I'm gosh, not. Sway! I'm still mad at Sway. <laughs> Sway don't even know I'm mad at Sway. It's all but good. I'm mad at Sway. Cause it's I was so definitely good. trying to get on uh, MTV Rap Fix, and I know they saw them tweets. I know they saw them. <laughs> hey, you got to keep putting it out there. Put it out there in the universe and, and keep pushing <laughs> for it. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be that self-promoting guy. I'm just going to put on some records, and I'm going to put on, like, some some weird, my definition of weird okay. <laughs> stuff. Um, Let me see if I can catch it. Because I got some stuff on here that's, like, I don't know what I want to do. You know how you have those records that, you know, I was in a certain zone. I didn't know what I wanted to do yeah. with them. So, we're just going to put them on. The first one is called uh, Skinny Legs. So. Skinny Legs? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sample. I sample a lot. So, I'll put this one on. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Are you from here? Yeah, I'm from. Yeah. I grew up in 
born here, grew up in Macon. Came back here for college, so I've been here since like 02. Skinny legs, or crazy legs, baby legs. I'm running down the street, man, I'm trying to get it. Trying to get that money, man, I'm trying to spend it. I'm good shit, not stupid shit. Cause when you spend it on stupid shit, you're losing shit. Uh, they call me chart with three eyes, you put it in Google, it'll work. I'm trying to catch the beat cause it's kinda fast. I'm trying to catch the beat, trying to catch the cash. So I can live this life, try to get my dough. And trying to get the green cause I'm trying to smoke. You know how I do it, man, I'm going ham. You know how I do it, man, I give a damn. No, I don't give a damn, man, I give a damn. I really don't know cause my mind is in a jam. We'll take, we'll take that. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the next one. We're gonna go to the next one. Just random rapping, random rapping, random rapping. I don't know what's happening. Pulling up in a Kia. You know that I'm doing it like B.I. B.I. Get up on my way. Get up on my way. Get up with my dude, Jay. Yeah, we in the end. This you again? Mm-hmm. This beats is pretty cool, you a fool on it. This beats is pretty cool, I'm done with school on it. <laughs> about to be doing my thing, about to be doing my thing. I'm about to be doing my thing, about to be doing my thing. This beat is pretty cool, you a fool on it. This beat is pretty cool, I'm done with school, homie. I'm about to be doing my thing, I'm about to be doing my thing. <laughs> I'm about to be doing my thing. <laughs> I just do this shit, it's easy to do this shit. All these people fucking tripping, man. They fooling, man. Man. And you know how I do it, eh? Eh. You know I got the plan in my hand. I got the world and it's about to curl. I mean, it's about to furl. I mean, they about to earl. All on the damn curve. I'm leaving they feelings hurt. You know I gotta get it. You know I go berserk. My nigga up on my shirt. That nigga name on fortune. You know how I be doing it. You know the sun is scorching. You know I'm trying to do it. Man, I'm going hard. I swear I'm going hard. I'm kicking these fools up out the yard. And you just gotta flow. Gotta let it go. However you feel it, you gotta let it show. I mean, shit. You can't be really hiding it. I mean, shit. You gotta let them know what it is. Uh. <laughs> Then it was close as hell to your car. People be pulling up like burnt out. Crazy. 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 Uh, this beat make me feel real crazy. Uh, the weed make my eyes real lazy. Uh, you know I'm chilling and I'm kind of hazy. You so fugazy. I don't be playing with nobody fake. And I don't be early. Man, I'm always late. <laughs> Cause I gotta pull up. They know what's up. And you know that I be doing it and y'all niggas suck. Ooh, ooh, man, I'm so cool. Ooh, ooh, man, I'm so cool. I'm down to do it, down to do it, man. I act a fool. You know I'm winning and I'm winning and they always lose. Damn, damn. I did some shrooms the last week and I was motherfucking on a broom. I'm talking flying high up in the fucking sky. The fucking hair up on the leaves was silver and I don't know why. I mean, shit, I was feeling so fucking groovy. I mean, shit, I was feeling so fucking groovy. And if you never did shrooms, you need to get you some. And if you never smoked a blunt, you need to get you one. We're going to end it on that. We're going to end it on that. <laughs> Yo, yo, so we had, we had, we had two new things here. Oh, well, three. 
first off, we, we straight out the whip. We not straight out the den. We straight out the whip. <laughs> yes. We didn't do vinyl conversations. We did art speak. <laughs> and we did freestyle over vinyl. We freestyled over Yo beats. my beats out of the Mac. So Swag. Swag. That's the word for it. Swag. That's definitely the word for it. <laughs> so, you know, I definitely want to thank you. Yes. For, for uh, coming through, uh, it, it, it's been a dope conversation, man. I think people are gonna love this. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're really gonna get a good idea of of chirp, yeah, and um, even an idea of what I think about art. You know what I mean? I yeah, think we, we did something different here. Cool, cool. So, and that's know, so awesome. Definitely, definitely. So before we get out of here, please um, give us your your information, how they can contact you, Facebook, Twitter, all of that to buy art, music, all of that. Hey guys, well, if you really need to get to me, if you need to see a little bit more of my talents visually, um, just search Chirp in Google. That's Chirp with three I's, C-H-I-I-I-R-P. Um, my name on Instagram is Chirp, C-H-I-I-I-R-P. And on Twitter, I'm at Smoking Vapors. But really, just search Chirp in Google and you'll be able to find me. Matter of fact... <laughs> www.chirp.com There you go. That's there you the go. easy way. That's the I'm easy sorry. Way. I'm so twisted, y'all. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And yo, it's, it's Jay Good and Straight Out of Den. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at STR, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Straight Out of Den podcast on iTunes. Rate it. Comment. Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We try yes. to do some different things here. And the only way we're going to be able to do it is with your help. I'm not one of those dudes who's going to act like I don't need your help. I need your help. So please subscribe and tell somebody about it and help us move forward. Yeah. So without further ado, peace. Oh, peace, 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 peace. Peace. We out. We out. Peace.